I want to talk to you about two stories I recently found, which perfectly illustrate this problem of customer validation that I think a lot of developers who start something may have. It's a failure story and then a success story. So the first story comes from Tom Cleveland, and it's a blog post basically detailing a startup that failed. And he writes, In the year of a Lord 2017, I had a brilliant startup idea. Use a structured database of clinical trials to provide simple, practical answers to common medical questions. As a proof of concept, I tried this by hand. I made a spreadsheet with every OTC painkiller trial I could find and use R to run a network meta-analysis, the gold standard, of evidence-based medicine. The results were pretty interesting and exactly the kind of thing I was looking for at the sterile aisles of CVS. Over the next nine months, I would quit my job, write over 200,000 lines of code, hire five contractors, create a Delaware C-Corp, add four doctors to my advisory board, and demo Glacier MD to 12 Bay Area medical practices. I would spend $40,000 of my own savings buying clinical trials and paying contractors to enter said trials into the Glacier MD database. So he goes on to detail the amount of work that he did to put into this startup. But then at the end, he starts talking to customers trying to sell it, having built the thing. And basically, he finds that the doctors are completely not incentivized to use this thing because they're going to prescribe what they're going to prescribe anyway. And so nine months and $40,000 after starting his fantastic startup idea, he shut it down, fired his contractors, archived the database, and shut down the servers. And it's a pretty cautionary tale of building something before validating it. And the other story, the success story I wanted to bring to you comes from Jen Hyman of Rent the Runway. And I'm just going to let her speak for herself from the Masters of Scale podcast that I definitely recommend you listen to. Jen gathered up her courage and met with longtime Neiman Marcus president, Jim Gold. And I went down to meet him at his office in New York City. And I said, OK, what if I were to take designer dresses at the exact same time that they're being sold in Neiman Marcus and I were to rent them for 5 to 10 percent of the price to customers? And his response to me was, well, women have been renting the runway for my stores for decades. It's called buying a dress, keeping the tags on, and returning it to the store. I said, how often does that happen? He said, it actually happens 70% of the time. And I was like, okay, why on earth do you let that happen? If you know that people are stealing from you 70% of the time, why is it happening? He said, well, the same customer who's renting from the dress department is buying 10 pairs of shoes downstairs. We actually can't stop the behavior because it's our best customers who are doing it. It was so clear to me that this behavior of rental was happening already and that it was widely known to the retail world. And in fact, whereas I had suspected that department stores would initially be scared of us, the way they thought about it was, oh, here's a site who's, who might take away our worst customers. So before creating Rent the Runway, Jen spent a lot of time interviewing people like Diane von Furstenberg and Jim Gold, the president of Neiman Marcus, to define what she calls the designer value proposition. And it's very clear that in our first story, the one with Tom and Glacier MD, that he didn't think about the doctor value proposition. And I think it's just a really 
powerful contrast between these two stories. Obviously, one's a billion-dollar success story, and the other one is a failed startup. I definitely see this time and time again. Basically, the solution in search of a problem. And uh, I posted this to Hacker News. A lot of people agreed and debated this. It did really well. So I encourage you read, to read the comments. Uh, something that came up a lot was the Mom Test, which is a book by Rob Fitz Fitzpatrick that basically tells you how to do customer research and advises you, don't just ask your mom if they think it's a good idea because she's going to say yes. In fact, don't ask anybody. And so that's the thesis of the book. I'm going to dig more into the Mom Test. But I thought these contrasting stories between the failure to interview anyone before starting a business and the success story of interviewing both the people that you think uh, you're going to help and then the people that might be hurt by you to really understand the hidden economics behind it. I think it is a really good lesson. Bye.